The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest, Tag team wrestlers of all time, Bully Ray and I, talk about the huge news coming out of AEW. That's right. Breaking news. Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, now done with All Elite Wrestling. Why? What's next? We talk about it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. AEW has just tweeted out that... Uh, Cody and Brandy Rhodes are no longer a part of the company. Tony Khan uh, has said that uh, Cody and Brandy Rhodes were an integral to the launch of AEW All Elite Wrestling. Cody's ability combined with his boldness and his passion for our industry and his love for community outreach helped AEW deliver on our mission to give fans what they needed for far too long. Something new, innovative, and lasting. Brandy helped us shape the AEW story, and I appreciated how hard she fought for us both in the ring and out of the ring, competing in the women's division while advancing our efforts at inclusion and civic causes, including great partnerships with Culture City and the American Heart Association. I have immense respect and appreciation for Cody and Brandy, and I wish them both the best as they move on from AEW. Thank you, Cody and Brandy. And that comes from CEO and President and General Manager of AEW, Tony Khan. Wow. Your reaction? Uh, surprising. Shocking. Mm. Why? Uh, I mean, there's been rumors about his free agency. When I look at AEW bully and the emergence of AEW, the first person I think of is Cody Rhodes. Um, to, to, to me, he's one of the founding fathers, if you will, of AEW. I think he was an integral part of AEW getting out there to the masses. Uh, I looked at him as one of the flag bearers of AEW. Bully, especially early, early on with AEW. He's somebody that came on our show many, many times to promote that product. Um, if you remember when he went to AEW, he's not just a wrestler. He's he's part of the brass, you know, CEO you know, caliber uh, executive, if you will, with AEW. 
Same with Brandy. You know, Brandy, a high executive within the within the scheme of AEW. Uh, not to mention one of their biggest stars as well on their roster. Uh, I heard rumblings about it. I kind of just dismissed it. Um, I'm I'm pretty shocked by what we just uh, read by what I just read from Tony Khan. I'm not shocked at all. Interesting. Why? Because it's the nature of the wrestling business. And there's a lot of things going on behind closed doors in the world of AEW that we really don't hear about, but those in the business like myself know about. It does not shock me. But but here's not just a wrestler. This was somebody that was actually an executive Dave, if I had a $10 million and I started a company tomorrow and you were my friend and I said, Dave, you're now an executive vice president. Did you work your way up the ladder to become an EVP or I just bestow the the title on you? Well, if it's a new company or a new organization, of course. Yeah, because it's new. That's what happened there. These guys, the Bucks and Cody and Kenny. um, Yeah, they were with Tony from Jump Street. They were a part of this with the all-in idea and and, and everything like that. And then Tony starts a company and goes, hey, because you were my first soldiers on board, I'm going to make you EVPs. It's not like they, it's not like somebody who came up the ranks in the WWE who started off maybe as a janitor. And then work their way up the corporate structure to becoming an EVP. So when you tell me, but this was an EVP, that really doesn't, that's like turning around and making somebody world champion overnight. Okay, Dave LaGreca, world champion. Yeah, but Bubba, he was just working the uh, the dark matches uh, last night. Yep, but now he's my world champion. That's how easy it is. I know, but, it, but here's the thing, Bully. When you look at AEW, even when you look at the WWE right now, think about... What we've been talking about the last two weeks here on Busted Open. One, about Shane McMahon with the WWE no longer being a part of the WWE. Which, if you if you really look at it, is much bigger than the news that just broke now. Even though I still find this surprising and shocking. But, like, Shane McMahon. I'm McMahon! It's no, you know, it's no longer... With the WWE, and here's a guy, like you said earlier in the show, is is supposed to be or is g- grooming towards a major matchup at uh, uh, WrestleMania. Not with the company any longer. And now, I know it's not on the same vein of a McMahon, but in the world of AEW, it's, it's kind of similar. That Cody is now, Cody and Brandy are no longer a part of AEW. Uh, it's it's unbelievable what's been happening in the world of pro wrestling over the span of two weeks. Dave, when when with the wealth of knowledge that you have about the wrestling industry, things you might may have learned over the years, things you might have learned being on here with me, Tommy, and Mark, things that you read, people that you know, do we hear about problems backstage with companies like the WWE? Yes. Do we, we hear the scuttlebutt of this is going on? This person uh, has heat or whatever. You're always hearing about some sign of negative scuttlebutt, right? Yes. You hear negative scuttlebutt about impact or you, you hear all this negative scuttlebutt. 
What negative scuttlebutt have you heard over the past two years when it comes to AEW? Not much. So do you think everything is roses and puppy dog tails and rainbows over there? It's impossible. So there's this perception or this narrative that everything is perfect over there. That's not true. Not specifically towards AEW, but it's the nature of the beast. It's the nature of the business. Egos involved. Money involved. Position in the company involved. Perception is involved. Relationships are involved. This is no different than um, a band, any of our favorite bands uh, growing up, going their separate ways for whatever reason. Sometimes it's just as easy as, hey, we have creative differences or one guy wants to do a solo album. Sometimes it's as bad as, you know, people have, um, you know, you know, you, you know, uh, 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 substance abuse problems and, and, the, and the band has to break up. And this is this is like Keith Richards and Mick Jagger breaking up. It's like Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons breaking up. I'm sorry, Dave. I nothing in the industry shocks me. I understand how it might, might be with you. Uh, I live in I, I'm not saying what I'm about to say to you as a knock. It's actually a compliment, but it's going to sound a little weird. You live in a fantasy land of pro wrestling. I live in the reality world of pro wrestling. You are an Uber fan. You're one of the greatest fans that I've ever met. So you want everything to be great all the time. And even if there is something maybe perceived negative going on, you'll find a way to, you know, put a a happy spin on it because you're a monster fan. Just like we always talk about, if Alice Cooper comes out with a bad album, if Motley Crue comes out with them, we still love it because we're such fans that we're going to somehow find the good in it, right? Yeah. But once you're in the music business and once you're in the wrestling business, you find out real quick. You don't believe me? Let's get Snake on the phone because I know he's listening right now. Well, call in. What I'm saying is this is is why I'm not shocked. These things happen all the time. Maybe the frequency isn't so much. Shane and Vince... Shane has had a different vision than his father forever. So when I hear Shane has been let out of WWE or whatever, that's probably a talent contract thing. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not shocked because I know Shane has always had a different vision for the company than his father did. And what we've learned in the past six to eight months is Triple H also had a different vision. And these things happen, but we hear about them in every other company except for AEW because it seems like people stay away from the truths or the realities that go on there. Well, I also think there's a, there's a lot of other different reasons too. AEW has not nearly been uh, around as long as WWE. Like, you know, when you, in the, in the world of the WWE bully, when you, when you mentioned a Shane McMahon, or a Triple H. Those are two guys that have been ingrained in the world of the WWE for decades and decades. You know, we just, that press conference announcing that there was going to be an AEW just last week was three years ago. I mean, the show itself has only been been on the air for a little over two years. Like, we need, like Triple H and Shane McMahon, those are guys like, and again, like with Triple H bully, you know, whether it was best for Raw or SmackDown, 
what Triple H was doing with NXT, in my eyes, was working. Not only was it working, I I thought it was great. You thought it was great. And now it's not. Now it's not there. And we haven't seen from or heard from Triple H since then. Now Shane McMahon, after the Rumble, we hear all these things. We haven't seen or heard from Shane McMahon, you know, since the Rumble. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Cody and Brandy. Because I think people are automatically going to assume maybe it's going back to the WWE, which is a possibility. I don't know. But that's why it's very, very interesting to me. Now, it's also interesting to me because when I saw it, I'm shocked. You're not. And again, because, listen, Bully, in the history of pro wrestling, as big as Hogan was, did you ever think he would jump ship from WWF to WCW? It happened, you know. And when you when you see things like that, when you live through things like that, it desensitizes you yeah. to news of Shane McMahon or Cody Rhodes. When I see Jim Cornette walk into the ECW arena and shake Paul Heyman's hand and they're about to do business together, I'm that's things that you've never would Kurt Angle and Jeff Jarrett doing business. What? What? <laughs> you, you, you become so desensitized that nothing shocks you. So I'm just trying to give examples of what I have seen with my own eyes, heard with my own ears. Witness happened right in front of me where I'm desensitized to all this. Yeah, I, I, I can understand. Look at Bruno San Martino, arguably the greatest WWF champion of all time for decades, you know, would not talk to Vince McMahon or go into their Hall of Fame or do anything for them at all. Um, Andre the Giant walked away from the WWF. I, 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 there, there are things, if you look through the history of time, are probably more shocking than this moment with Cody and Brandy. Though, to me, it still is a big surprise and a shock. Um, and we have no idea why this relationship has come to an end. Maybe Cody and Brandy and Tony were like, hey, guys, you know what? It's been a nice two or three years, but uh, we'd like to go do something else or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Nice, happy handshake. See you down the road. Maybe we'll work again. Or there could have been a real issue. Maybe. I mean, a real they just, problem. They just started a family. Brandy, you know, they just started a family. Uh, they have the reality show. Uh, you know, a Cody hosts a Go Big show. Like, there's other things going outside outside the world of wrestling for this family. And, you know, maybe it, at this point, Cody's like, you know what? I'm not. I'm just not feeling it anymore. It was great. I proved my point, what I wanted to prove, and maybe that was enough for him. But one thing I do want to do, Bully, is read the statement from Cody, and this came, you know, and this was tweeted out by Cody just minutes ago. I have loved my time at AEW. Amazing locker room, amazing fans, amazing people. The revolution was indeed televised, and I've been incredibly lucky to be a part of that. First. I want to thank Tony Khan. He's taken the baton and run with it. And it was an honor to work for him and to know him on a personal level. He's a beautiful soul. Obviously need to thank my incredible wife and the mother of my baby girl, Brandy for all of her love and support throughout this journey together and the amazing relationship she fostered with culture city and the American heart association. I also need to thank Nick and Matt Jackson. These two, whether they know it or not, 
took an undesired and non-conflict little cub and gifted me the confidence to become a leader of the pack. Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Chicken, we started the fire. I want to thank Tim W., Keith M., Grabe W., and the amazing production crew who understood and captured the vision with such grace. I can't name everybody, but thank you to Mega, Margaret, Harrington, Jeff Jones, Dana, Tony Schiavone, Byrne, Raff, and the hardest working in the game, QT Marshall, for propping me up and kicking me in the ass when I was running out on running on fumes. I must also I must thank all my kiddos, MJF, Jade, Sammy, Darby, Lee, Ricky, Tom, the Guns, Brock, Velvet, Nyla, Aubrey, Turner, Vanilla, Solo, Spears, Julia, Anna, Will, Wardlow, Sonny, Fuego One, and of course, Negative One. While we're at it, give Jade the Cody Vader. Also need to take a moment to thank the great partners at Warner Media, including Brett, Sam, and the rest of the team. I have so many milestones and beautiful memories of this renaissance. Through sweat, blood, and tears, literal fire, and all that, I left it all on the mat. Everything pales in comparison to the final contribution I was empowered to lead at the company, the community outreach team, and the most inward moments, the outward behavior, and your ability to take fame, influence, and do something of value for the communities you visit. I am confident Amanda Uber will lead the department with style. I'm so proud of my creations and contributions. The items I supported are collaborated on with such wonderful professionals. Thank you, fans. You all did the work. Let's live forever, Cody. So A very nice statement put out by Tony Khan. A very yep. nice statement put out by Cody and Brandy. Each one of them very carefully prepared and worded so that the best interest of AEW is kept intact. The best interest of the locker room is kept intact. We're, we're going we're gonna to paint as happy of a picture as possible. And it might just be because it's a happy picture with, the, with both sides going their own ways. Yes. The crux of this, you asked me if I was shocked. No, I'm not shocked. Dave, I used the term years ago when talent started to leave the WWE. And I believe the first time I used this term was describing Cody leaving. Do you remember the term? No. Cracks in the wall. Yes, cracks in the wall. Cracks happen in every wall, not just the WWE wall, any wall. The boys will sit there and wonder, why did Cody and Brandy leave? Some people will have a very clear-cut truth. Others will be left to hypothesize, flat-out guess, wonder. And these are how unfortunate cracks start sometimes. It's a huge, huge loss because I believe if there was any one wrestler there that treated AEW as if it was his own money, it's Cody Rhodes. I, I agree with you, Bully, and that's why I was never on board with the fans booing Cody. I always looked at Cody as the flag bearer. You know, he was the guy to me. And I was surprised that the fans turned on him the way that they did. And they did turn on him, Bully. And 
Uh, I, my opinion, I think this is a, a big loss because I know Cody and I know his belief system. I know how hard he works. I know how much this company meant to him. Um, and he was that guy. He was to me, the face of the company bully. I, I, I still kind of looked at Cody as the foundation and the face of this company. I think this is a big blow. My, me personally. I think it's a big blow behind the scenes because Cody took on a lot of responsibility and, and treated AEW as if it was his, his own company that he started. With all of the people that either decide to leave the WWE or most of the people that get released from the WWE and go to AEW, what would you think if Cody went back to the WWE? Hey, everyone. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans from the Sawdust Podcast Network. Throughout the week, we're providing you with a vast array of betting and fantasy insight, advice, and analysis. Check out our library of podcasts, including Feed the Noise with me and the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. Fantasy Fast Track with me and Brandon Fun Buns Funston. Annie Up with Howard Bender and Adam Ronis. And Sticks and Stacks with Sean Drotar. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Let's go to the phones. Because we have a full bank of people full bank of phones of people who want to talk about this. Let's go out to Gil in Connecticut. What's going on, Gil? Good morning, gentlemen. Pleasure to talk to you. Bully, big, big fan. Um, just looking at what uh, Cody put out, uh, did you notice the one big snub um, that I think is very major and very telling uh, from all the people that he, he listed? J.R., can't be well, a forgotten person, and he's one of the biggest people there. I know he 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 said he couldn't thank everybody, but Jr. being he thanked Tony, Shavani, and yet he skipped over Jr. I'll take uh, uh, your thoughts on that uh, off the air. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, Gil. I mean, again, I don't know everything. Uh, Cody, Dave, yeah, go ahead. I want to throw something insane out there. Okay. Cody going back to the WWE, right? Well, if he's going back to the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if because that's the that's the natural reaction, you know. He yeah. goes back to the WWE. Why would he have any control? Is he really going to be happy there? If there's any reason he would go back. Is he going to have the opportunity to be the universal champion, the WWE champion? No. Is he ever getting put in that position? No, but let me ask there's you only this, one, There's only one reason to really go back, right? Well, there, yeah. there would be two. One would be a, 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 a maybe reason. One would be a real reason. What would be the real reason to go back? I, I would think he would have some kind of creative uh, position with WWE. A cre- you mean beyond creative? Like maybe running NXT. Okay, you're kind of on the track where my crazy idea comes from. I'll probably get killed on social media for my crazy idea. Like I it's do everything just, else. We're just spitballing here, Bully. We're just spitballing. The only reason to go back to WWE in my eyes is money. Ungodly money. FU types of money. Because this would be a big FU from the WWE to NXT. The other reason, maybe he wants to stick it to AEW, but I don't think that's the case. That would be the the really, you know, out of left field. I think if there's anything left for Cody to do is to buy his own company and run his own company. What's that one company out there that you think Cody could get his hands on? Ring of Honor. Aha. Crazy? I don't think anything's crazy. I honestly don't, Bully. I really don't think anything's crazy. There's a couple of things here, okay? Now, I agree with you. I don't think it's like an F you to AEW. I, I, I don't think you put out that kind of statement to throw an F you. I, right. I, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw that out the window. Um, The ungodly money by the WWE – for what position? Because, again, they're not throwing ungodly money at anybody right now unless you're a major performer like a Brock Lesnar. And I agree with you. If they were to bring Cody back, I don't think it would be to challenge Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania. But, but, 
NXT, which was doing decent in the ratings and filling their arenas for takeovers, Bully, lost to AEW. Now, the WWE right now is more than just a McMahon. Nick Khan is a major, major figure in the world of the WWE. Could Nick Khan say, listen, NXT right now is floundering a little bit. You know, uh, we demoted Triple H from, you know, being the, the decision maker with NXT. Do they maybe bring in the person who beat NXT in Cody Rhodes? Bully, you said many times on this Cody show. Cody Rhodes did not beat NXT. But Cody, Cody Rhodes was kind of the face of AEW when they beat NXT. Yes, but... And they, a big creative person. So what are they going to do? Take creative control away from Hunter and give it to somebody else? Vince wants everything. He wants to control everything. I understand Maybe. what you're saying. I'm just not as... I don't think Vince McMahon is giving creative control of anything under the WWE umbrella to anybody except Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, and Nick Khan. I think the person who has the most creative control there right now is Brock Lesnar, Paul Hyman, Roman Reigns. Other than that, that's it. All right, then I, I then by what you're saying... And again, we're spitballing here. We're just speculating and tossing shit back and forth. Nothing's in concrete. Nothing's true. Then I, I honestly don't think the WWE is an option then, Bully. Tony Khan being a big Hollywood guy, Brandy and Cody doing more Hollywood stuff, maybe wanting to branch into Hollywood a bit more. Maybe the WWE now offers... Brandy and Cody, something that wasn't there before, or maybe it's 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 more it's more there's more opportunity now in the ring and in Hollywood, or maybe or maybe just take WWE out of the equation and what you're just saying about Hollywood. Uh, I I just reread Dusty's book. Dusty had a a book that came out. He wrote a book just before he passed, and he talks about that. Actually, it was long before he passed. It was before Cody became a Cody wanted to be an actor. Cody was in Cody wanted to be in Hollywood. He didn't want to be a wrestler. This is at the time. I think it was about early 2000s. This book came out from Dusty. Maybe he's looking with the big show with the reality show. Maybe he caught that bug bully. And maybe right now he wants to take a break from professional wrestling. One little final thing before we have to go to a break is that those EVPs used to have very distinct responsibilities and jobs within AEW. I don't believe that the EVP's jobs are as prevalent anymore. I think Tony has taken control of everything and is doing everything himself. Not that that's a bad thing. You're the owner of the company. You want to do everything yourself? Fine. But maybe Cody's like, hey, man, I used to have responsibility here. I also had a vision for this place. I also had some say in what's going on. Maybe the say is not there anymore. Thus, he's like, you know what? I'm out of here. It's like... Bully, what do I always bring up all the time? Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones. Now, with Jimmy Johnson, Jimmy Johnson won Super Bowls for the Dallas Cowboys. But Jerry Jones had a UG go, and he wanted a little bit more credit. And listen, they lost Jimmy Johnson, but Bully, what happened to the Dallas Cowboys? All right, maybe they didn't win Super Bowls, but that franchise is worth a hell of a lot more than it was, you know, three decades ago. They're probably, you know, in in this country, the number one sports franchise. You know, the guy, Jerry Jones, maybe 
makes decisions that frustrates me, but definitely money-wise made the right decision. We're going to have to wait and see. And it's going to be interesting to see what goes on uh, behind the scenes with AEW because I don't think Bully it's going to really affect what's on TV right now, but behind the scenes, definitely. And what Cody does moving forward, Bully. I'm sure he'll take some time. And if you're not going to take time, I'd pop up someplace immediately. I mentioned the whole thing about Cody, Cody being an owner, maybe Ring of Honor. Who knows? I don't know what's going on with them these days. They There's have a show coming sim- up. They do have a show booked for WrestleMania weekend in Dallas. Remember when I talked about Punk coming back to the wrestling business and said it would be a bigger deal for him to go back to Ring of Honor because breathing life into the company that got him the shot. I mean, this was before AEW was around, but breathing life and helping the business as a whole by bringing a company up as opposed to just going back to WWE. Yes. What about a Rhodes helping to breathe more life into the NWA? Uh, NWA would be in the game. I think like right now we're, we're talking about social media buzz and getting it, but you, but you need to have a TV deal. You, you need to have like this fire, like firewall of paywall of, of, of fight TV. I don't think it matters who's in charge of it. You got to get national TV. You have to have a, a, a major chat, but maybe Cody could, could help in that respect. You know, maybe even with Ring of Honor. If if Cody's behind Ring of Honor fully, then Ring of Honor to me is back in the game. Right? Wouldn't you say that? Well, you, you just talked about the TV deal. But Cody could... I could see Cody wheeling and dealing with Sinclair. Cody's not the one who negotiated the TV deal for AEW. That's true. That was Tony Khan. That's all Tony Khan right yeah, there. And, 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 and the family's, you know, the, the Khan family's uh, penetration into the sports world and TV. I, 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 would, I would say that it goes hand in hand. Tony Khan would have done nothing with AEW unless there was a TV deal in place with TNT. Okay. Yeah. So maybe. What? But, we'll ready for my see. last? Remember, you ready for my last one? Go ahead. It's all a work. Yeah. It's all a work, and he's coming back as a heel to destroy AEW. With Shane McMahon by his side and Triple H pedigreeing uh, Chris Jericho in the middle of the ring. I said that there needs to be a heel that 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 po- uh, poses a threat to the entire company. Anyway, would, to the phones we go. That, that would split. <laughs> I, I, hell yeah, it would. Uh, let's go out to uh, Eric in Scottsdale. All right, hold on. I'm just having some issues with my phone. Give me one second. What? Eric, how are you, buddy? Hey, man. Oh, man, I'm, I'm honored to be on your show. I listen to you every day. I mean, I travel around doing professional development for schools and teachers, and wherever I am, I make sure I listen. Bully Thank Ray, you. man, huge fan. I'm honored to be on here with you. But enough with the rub. Let's get to the truth with it. You know, I think, Cody, this is the beginning of what you're going to start to see as an exodus because – AEW is getting too top-heavy, and my buddies and I talk about this. If you think about it, when WCW, back in the 90s, what happened? All the big 80s stars flocked over to WCW that all of a sudden people who could have gotten a shot, could have gotten a push, they felt like there was no place. That's why the Radicals went over to WWE. That's why Jericho went over to WWE. I think that's what we're going to start seeing. Cody left WWE because he felt like, 
there was no place for him in the shuffle. He go. He went to the independents. He went to go form AEW with uh, you know the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Tony Khan. I really think you're onto something. Where I think either a he's going to go and restart ROH or maybe go to NWA. You know that Matt and Matt Cardona are good friends. Or I think he wants to be the Miz. You know, I think he wants to start making, uh, you know, not the Marine, but the uh, the Sailor, and uh, start doing some reality shows. <laughs> I like that, the Sailor, uh, Eric. It's a little, it's a, and Eric, thanks for the phone call and thanks for listening. Uh, first and foremost, I don't think it's a case of like what he was talking about with WWF and WCW because Cody goes beyond than just a performer in the ring. Um, when he was with the WWE, he wasn't near the the main event spot or the top of the card. Even recently, we've seen Cody in the main event. I think it goes much, much deeper than where he was on the card with AEW. But the caller did make a, uh, a good point. Uh, I'm not going to agree necessarily with top heavy in the locker room. I'll say heavy. heavy that- just in general, heavy. A lot of people on that roster. But you have a lot of the you have a lot of talent there, a lot of veteran talent who came over in the beginning, i.e. a Kazarian and a Daniels. Hey, even a Miro. Where's Miro? But you have all of these, you know, high end veteran talent who now find themselves nowhere near, you know, the show. And you have all of these up and comers who are probably saying to themselves, what, this is a great opportunity, it's a great opportunity, uh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And now they see all these other, you know, surprise after surprise, here comes Keith Lee and here comes this person. It's like, where do I fit in in this company? How do I carve out a, a, a spot for myself? The company definitively, entirely too talent heavy. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like a bat, an NBA team with like all these all-stars, but you can only put a certain amount on the court. At one time. And then everybody's going to want their time, right? Even if they're on the court, they don't want to be out there for four minutes. They want to have significant game time. It's going to be interesting. though. That is, And that's true, but I don't think that factors in to the Cody's decision on leaving AEW. I, in knowing what I know about the responsibilities and a lot of the responsibilities being taken off of the EVP's plate, do I think the Bucks? mind if responsibility was taken away probably not kenny probably not cody i would say yes because cody is passionate about wrestling cody loves the wrestling business cody wants to go above and beyond what his dad did he want you know he 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 wants to hear cody instead of dusty so he maybe he's taking it as well, if you're taking my responsibility away and all i have to do is show up and wrestle that's really not why i came here in the first place All right, let me ask you this, Bully. If you had, you know, you as a fan, like let's take the business hat off for a second, but just you as a fan watching, where would you like to see Cody do or go? I love the ideas of the NWA and Ring of Honor. I think Cody owning his own company, and I don't know if Ring of Honor is for sale, but everything is for sale at the right price. I think Cody is at that point where he wants to be the boss. You know, the buck stops with me. And I think that's one of the reasons why he was in AEW, because maybe he was going to have some of that control and some of that say. And maybe early on he did. Maybe it got taken away, from what I understand. The four of them don't have the same kind of 
control anymore. I love the NWA idea because it's a Rhodes back involved with the NWA, but I don't know if Billy needs the help, wants the help, yada, yada. I love to see guys go to smaller companies to help build up the smaller company. If ECW is still around and I had a choice of going back to the WWE or going back to ECW, I go back to ECW because I want to see something small become big. To me, it's about helping the business on a whole. Going back to the WWE, very easy decision, just like it would have been an easy decision for Punk. But is your heart into it and are you passionate about it? All right. When you're passionate like a, with like a Cody is, that passion has to be fueled every single day. The paycheck is not enough. Uh, can I throw a couple of things out there where I don't think this is a work. And again, we're just spitballing. I don't think it's a work, but some clues where it's, it might be a possibility. And those are the two shows that Cody's involved with that reality show roads to the top just got renewed for another season. It is tied in with AEW. It's certainly tied in with TNT and go big show is on TNT. A big, big reason why he got those opportunities. I'm sure is because of the relationship with AEW and TNT. Does those things change because he's no longer with AEW? Uh, I, I don't think so. You can't, you, you can't put that much. You can't put that much on him. Okay. AEW is still a big company with a lot of heavy hitter stars there generating. I would imagine that the, that TBS is happy with the, I'll call it 1 million now, 1 million yeah. a week uh, of people watching. I think they, that they will get by this from an on, uh, from a TV show point of view, from a product point of view, not quite sure what's going to go on behind the scenes. This creates a hell of a perception behind the scenes to the boys. Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. 
Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.